Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena. Here is our confession, for it's an obsession that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Friends from A to Z. Hello, uh, Z. <laughs> hello, A. <laughs> we should do that. You should say from A to Z. No, I say to Z. Oh, I'm the Z. Oh, from A to Z. <laughs> Sweet. That was worth it. Couldn't practice that first before we press record. Uh, so we're here to talk about episode four of season two mm. of Friends. Um... We are going to talk about what we like, what we don't like, what's a bit weird 25 years on. Friends through lens, yes. And look at some data along the way. But let's start with the epidemic, which is the episode in the form of a limerick. Right. Take it away, Adele. When Phoebe's husband arrives, we hear secrets from everyone's lives. When Ross shares fears with her, Rach plays sex saboteur. But it's no good despite how hard she tries. Oh, now, I'm not going to lie to you. I am really happy with that. <laughs> That's the first time I think I've ever made a noise during the epidemic. <laughs> Which is a really good thing. Do you know what, though, when you were saying it, you went fierce with her, and then you looked, you eyeballed me, like, check it out, check it out, check it out, what's going? But that's, that's very good. When Ross shares fears with her... Rach plays sex saboteur. Come on. Oh. Is there any sort of award? Do they give Grammys away for epi? <laughs> what would they call that? The epi, epi awards. I don't know. But I, I've got to say, I was quite happy. Yeah, that. that's brilliant. And that's really good as well that actually we hear secrets from everyone's lives. That happens early on in your yeah. epidemic and yeah. it happens early on in the episode as well. Yeah. Uh, but it's no good, despite how hard she tries. Oh, man, does she try. Oh I think even God. I would have fallen for it. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's talk about it then. This is the one with Phoebe's husband. Right, episode four, the one with Phoebe's husband. So, whilst that epidemic was award-winning, um, let's get it in a much drier, less juicy format from IMDb to remind us what went on in the one with Phoebe's husband. So, when the gang find out Phoebe married a gay Canadian ice dancer for a green card, more of their secrets are revealed. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, Rachel gives Ross bad advice on his relationship with Julie. Boy, does she. Yes. Yes, she does. Uh, Yeah, I feel like... That is is it. I feel it's a bit weird to be like, more of their secrets are revealed. That feels like... um, yeah, because that's not really it's not that important. No, no. Um, Netflix. Phoebe has married a gay Canadian ice dancer to help him. Hang on. Phoebe has married a gay Canadian ice dancer to help his get his green card. Might be a typo on my part. Oh, all right. We won't blame Netflix. Eh? Um, that's it. That's all they've got to that's say. That's it. That's all they've got to say. And also weird how they've kind of moved it into a weird tense here. Phoebe has married a gay Canadian ice dancer. That sounds like it happens in the episode. Yes, yes, yes. That's so bad. That's oh, Netflix. <laughs> that should be like a, that should become a phrase. Oh, Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Oh, nuts. Also, it's the exact same sentence, just with a couple of words changed from the IMDb. Yeah, one. and really doesn't capture, because the, the Julie... 
Rachel Ross thing yes. really is the point That's of the this big one, isn't thing. it? Yeah, Phoebe's yeah. off by herself doing this whole thing. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first episode with Phoebe's name in the title. Is it? Yes. So we've had Monica gets a roommate, yeah. a fake Monica. Yeah. We've had Joey's butt. Yeah. We've had several about Ross and his monkey. And Ross and his girl new girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we haven't really had a Phoebe. Chandler ever had one? No. I don't know if he ever does. Can't no. think of any. Well, I, like I've remembered all, whatever. 200 episodes, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, do you want to find out what the data says? What say the people? So it's not in Ranker.com's top 100 uh-uh. episodes. Well, Zoe, with the caveat that all Friends episodes are usually better than other episodes of a TV series. Yeah. This is... Not the best performer of season two. Okay. So for IMDb, the audience ranking average is around eight, and it puts it in 23rd position for season two, so right at the bottom of the table. And for me, it's not far off. I've got it in 18th. I've got it in 18th. Oh, there we are. Oh, and it's a shame because there, there, are some in, there are some quite interesting moments in here. Mm. There are some moments mm. I actually really like. But generally, we got some problems. And I, for me, it, it, yeah, there's, there are not really super funny bits. And I found it very difficult to choose a favourite joke. Not because there were so many, but because none of them really made me laugh that yeah. much. Um, it's one of these where, it, apart from the, you get the um, Julie Rachel thing, which is a continuation of that storyline, but a bit like a couple of episodes ago, it's just more of a blockage. Like, mm. we went from her being a new girlfriend to Monica making friends with her, which is like a little tentacle reached out into the yes. And now we go to quite a landmark moment in their relationship. Full sex. Full sex. <laughs> which means he's even more connected with her. So we're kind of going st- steps further away from Ross and Rachel getting together. Yeah. So, and I think when you yeah. do that without the funny, because because the premiere episode, season uh, episode one, yeah, you had this barrier of Julie, but you had two really funny subplots. Yeah. But here we've not got so much of the jokes coming through, and we've got this frustration barrier. Yes, and I would argue we've talked a little bit this season already around the request of the audience to suspend their disbelief on a couple of occasions, particularly around Ross and Rachel and Julie. Yeah. And again, for me here, there's a moment that I re- I, I'm very fond of and I do love it, Ooh. but Ross's behaviour is just absolutely not credible yeah. in that moment. Yeah. So we'll, we'll come back to that later. Yeah. So, yeah, it's as, as ever with Friends, we don't hate any of them, no. but it's not one of the top performers. And time. I feel... I'm starting to feel slightly... Uh, questioning my own um, what I had predicted because I had gone into the season with like this is my favourite season mm. and now we're four episodes in and I'm a bit like ah, it's not that one's not that great that's not that great that's not that great so now I'm starting to you know there could be a bit of a lens on this for me is that it's because this is when I was really watching it every week and I was super into it that I'm being a bit nostalgic but also I think we haven't hit it's we haven't hit it's there's a run coming. Episode four of twenty-four. Yes, we're still there are whole twenty left. <laughs> I did that well in done. Yeah. Well done. Okay, so, so so the title is the one with Phoebe's husband, but we immediately have started talking about Ross and Rachel because that's kind of like the bigger thing. Here. Yeah. Which do you want to talk about first? Should we Should we start with Phoebe? 
Yeah. And her husband. And her husband. And actually, we find this out in a really interesting way. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like the bit with the pigeon. Oh, do you? At the beginning. <laughs> I think I, I imagine what, not that I am in any way, uh, or have ever indeed been, required to perform in a professional capacity, but I put myself in Jennifer Aniston's shoes at that point. I'd, I mean, I don't think I would in any everyday situation like to try and catch a pigeon in a pot yeah I don't think I could necessarily oh, do I it see. very bravely yeah and I think I don't know how she felt about it personally but she had to do it on camera oh right and I don't know and it's the it's the I sometimes do this but if I have to catch a spider which as you know I'm not a fan of doing mm. and there is definitely a size of spider at which this is off the off the table I have never seen anything like it your response to the spider that ran across the floor in the middle of recording one of our yeah. season one episodes yeah. yes yeah and a reasonable size spider i can now put a glass over which is a progression for me but i will do what rachel does mm-hmm. i will talk to it oh and i will say strange. <laughs> you know she's like got a pot it's not for you yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i will do that so i think this has really stuck with me this opening bit there's this tiny bit of friends who are lensing that she, so she's on the phone to her mum, I think it is. Yes. Uh, and she's saying, she's trying to reassure mum it's not. Because she's living in the big dangerous city. Yeah, she's like, it's not that scary, don't worry, I'm I'm kind of, uh, I'm fine. We're in a good neighbourhood. We're in a good neighbourhood. And it's, it's quite interesting the way, isn't it? Because basically the whole beginning of that first bit needs to be... The, the task of it is for Phoebe's husband to come back and announce, I am Phoebe's husband. Yeah. And just, and, and, and that's what needs to happen. So they could have done any number of infinite things. Yeah. But that's what they chose to do, was they chose to have her, because that's continuity, because it's like, you know, Rachel is in the big city and she is a waitress and her parents are like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, so that's continuity. But is there a little bit of a kind of 25 years on... I think New York was a dangerous, more dangerous place there. This is pre-Giuliani, I think. Pre-zero tolerance. Yeah, I think it is actually genuinely a more dangerous city than it is now. You know what else is interesting? Should have looked up the crime stats. (laughs) Is that she says, oh, but that woman was walking alone at night in the dark, which I would never do. And there's a big debate right now, 2018, uh, not wanting to get too dark, but there's a big debate around violence against women and, you know... Should women adapt their behaviour to try to avoid and, you know, yeah. encourage, not encouraging, but, you know, putting themselves in situations where this could be more likely to happen? Or is it purely down to the perpetrator and therefore women should be allowed to walk at night, dark, yeah. Age, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just accepted, isn't it, that she's like, I would never, I would do, never that. do that. Whereas these days there's a kind of movement around, no, I will do that. Yeah. And it's your responsibility to not attack me when I, yeah. when I do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So... And Phoebe. then she catches the, the pigeon. She catches the pigeon. He this comes in and goes, in. can I have a... Uh, does Phoebe pay live here? Which is perfectly valid that he would go there because that's where Phoebe used to live. Which... Do we know that at this point? We we know that, obviously, in the flashback episode that happens later. Oh. But do we know that she used to live there? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Has it been referenced at some point? Yeah, oh, maybe the stuff about the... Um, because she talks about what Monica was like in the one where Monica's really... Her cleanliness kind of comes out yeah. in season one. Yeah, that's why I couldn't live something. with you type yeah, thing. Maybe. So, so he comes out, which is fine, so that he's there because that's where Phoebe used to live. That's like the last yeah. snowy dress that he had for her or whatever. Yeah. So then he comes in and he says, oh, can you give her a message? And 
Rachelite can give her a message, and he says, "Yeah, tell her husband stop by." What? And then the pigeon flies out. Yeah, she like, relaxes. How did you do that? She's like, "What?" Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah he thinks it's some kind of magician's yeah. trick. Yeah. yeah, that's really funny. And then the kind of whole sort of thing with this storyline is that Phoebe secretly probably would have pursued a relationship with this guy that was more significant if he had been interested in women. Right, yeah. And he was, of course, gay, so she married him as a good friend. But we find this out because, as Monica reveals, yeah, um, a big secret for Phoebe, that she was so heartbroken when they split that she ate a cheeseburger. Oh, yeah. And this starts an avalanche yeah. of secrets being revealed. Yeah. Which is probably my favourite bit of the whole episode. Well, that's why I said there's some interesting moments, because yeah. this is this is interesting little... And I love how they run round the apartment. Oh, it's great. They, like, run up to the window to look at... Was it Monica's pants The underwear something? outside oh, of yeah. the, on the fire escape was yours when yeah. you had sex with Fun Body. Yeah. Which it turns out Chandler had told everybody. Yeah. So she, she reveals yeah. a secret about it's Chandler. the nipple, which yes. then is hilarious, and everyone's like... Which, by the way, talking about suspending disbelief, mm. there is no way Ross would not have known that. Yeah. yeah. Joey knows, yeah. and Joey shares an apartment with him. Yes. Ross shared a room with yes. him. Yes. 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 Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, there's no way. And for some reason, they give Ross these lines like, whip it out, whip it out. Like, <laughs> and why give it like that to Ross? Yeah, give it to Rachel. Yeah, I've yeah. known. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Uh, so he's got a third nipple. So then, yeah, there's quite a lot of interesting. And they are just running around like, ooh, secrets revealed. Yeah, and they do that a few times, I feel. Mm. That happens here and there, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. He also has my favourite joke of the episode. Oh, what's that? It's when he... So Chandler thinks, I'm going to get the spotlight off me. Right. And tells everybody reveals this other storyline that Joey was in a porn video and then they're all like oh and Joey's like no and Chandler just goes if I'm going down I'm taking everybody with me that is my favorite joke yeah that is really funny that is really funny (laughs) (laughs) so Phoebe then goes off to meet her husband and she wears this very 60s outfit. Everyone comes in, they go, hey, foxy lady. Yeah, when she, walks she and dress. look amazing. You think she looks good? I do. I think her hair looks really nice. It's very 90s, I think, that dress. Oh, I see. It's very kind of 60s vibe. I think it's 60s inspired, mm-hmm. but I think the at the time, I think that was quite yeah. you know, a little pinafore thing. And it is interesting how they're trying to, like, it's less floopy an outfit. It's less hippie an outfit. So they're trying to make Phoebe, like, yeah, she's really... Bringing out, pulling out all the stops to, yeah, this is how she feels about this guy. Yeah. And the, the big kind of joke is that she married him because he was gay. Yeah. And he needs to get a divorce because... Well, this is it. So he says to her, uh, yeah, I've met someone. What's her name? Amanda or something. Is it Amanda? Oh, I can't remember. Do you know what, though? I don't Do know if he does name her. I think he says, yeah, her name's Amanda. Do you know, that's funny though, because sometimes the word Amanda is used for, like, transsexuals and stuff, because it's an, a man, duh. Is it? Yes! <laughs> a man, duh. And then, he's gay, maybe it's really not a woman. I've oversaw this. I think you have. <laughs> anyway, so he's met some other woman, and she's like, what? And it does actually trigger quite a funny little exchange it here. It does. This is quite good. The inverted conversation yeah, again, yeah. which they do so well. Yeah, I grew up and now my friends were gay. I'm in the capades, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And she goes, 
you know, how can you be straight? You're smart and funny and you throw such great Academy Award yeah, parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he's, and all these little cliches. And yeah. he's like, on some level, I always knew I was straight. Yeah. And once or twice in college, you know, I was really drunk, drunk and woke up. Yeah, you know, the woman. woman yeah. yeah, very, very clever. Yeah, it's funny. He is um, quite famous-ish. Steve Zahn, the guy who plays oh, is he? him. Yeah, he's been in stuff like um, Reality Bites. He was in that film. He was in that thing you do. He had a big part in that thing you do, the kind of Tom Hanks film. Right. Um, He's in things I'm not totally in tune with, but I think he's quite, he's had a good career. Do you think he, he, was he well known at the time when he made this as like a guest star or was he uh, more successful afterwards? Yeah, no, he'd already had, he'd already had a few oh, okay. successful things. Which explains something because I just didn't see that he, I didn't see him and Phoebe together anyway. Tough one to cast because he's, he's, was into men, is now into women Phoebe, you feel like Phoebe's got quite high standards, maybe? I know, and she's very, um, you know, you look at David, the scientist guy, like, he's really geeky. And, and you know what, and also, um, what's his face? Um, Mike. Psychiatrist. Oh, Roger. Yeah, he was yeah. really geeky as well. Yeah. Maybe Although, she doesn't. But then she she goes out with that fireman and stuff, doesn't oh, she? Oh, well, yeah, but that's all a bit of a bad situation yeah, yeah. In later episodes. yeah so maybe um, what I'm thinking is that because this guy was actually relatively well known it transcends then the need to cast someone who would be authentically Phoebe's type I think so and I suppose what they've got there is he's got to be sweet with a friendship because he, he can't be like oh, I just married you for a green card yeah um, yeah that said that scene's really good I think it's yes. really well executed yeah. yeah it is really good yeah yeah and that's kind of that it for that isn't it um, a bit of a chat and uh... so like friends through a lens that he says I'm getting married again that's why he needs to divorce why do you need to divorce because I'm getting married again and there's a little bit of friends through a lens that she immediately that's enough to tell her that he's straight because now you could be getting married again and it could be you're going to marry tomorrow which is ironic because in this fictional world same sex marriage is legal because Carol and Susan get married yes, but yes you're right that's undone that point <laughs> uh, but, you're, but you're right because that Obviously, is needed for later, but yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He could be marrying anybody. He could be marrying someone of the same sex. So she's a bit mopey because she's like, "Damn it! If you were straight, why didn't you just like me in the first place?" Because yeah. I really liked you. But that's yeah. all to do with that estate. It's a fairly random storyline. It's yeah. never referenced again. No, it, it's weird that it gets the episode title because it's not really the main thing of the episode. But whatever. They it's do fun. that a lot, though, don't they? They do that. They pick names of the episodes that are a bit. Yeah. Counter to the main thread of the story. Because she's off here doing this by herself, whereas the other five are off in Ross's apartment. Correct. And why are they... What's going on here, then? Why are they in Ross's apartment? So they're here for... What are they doing? Just, like, hanging out, meeting Julie, spending some time with... (laughs) Who here does not have time to get to know (laughs) Julie? Yes, they are having, like, a social gathering. Yeah. In Ross's apartment. And... In the build-up to this, Ross has sort of confided in Rachel yeah. and asked her for a bit of advice. And what has he asked her for advice on? He's <laughs> wondering when the right time is to... Oh, he's quite keen, I think, to move his relationship with Julie into a relationship of a sexual nature. Oh, you said that real weird. <laughs> sexual. 
And, you know, they have done stuff, as he tells Rachel, yeah. but they haven't done the, the deed. Two months in there at this point. Yeah. Mm. And he's sort of trying to sound her out. I think, and the, and the reason he chooses Rachel as opposed to, um, well, Monica, because it's his sister, and then Chandler or Ross, I think, because they're men, is he kind of wants a woman's perspective on when it's okay to move things on a bit. So he's like, how long have you been yeah. with a guy before yeah. you've yeah. done the yeah. thing? To which she realises... Oh, you're not having the do. You're not having the sex. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You haven't slept together yet. And then she's like, oh, this is an opening to... <laughs> or not an opening. <laughs> there is no... He is not... <laughs> this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity. To try and sabotage. To put him off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to um, play sex saboteur. Yes. Not sex saboteur. Sex saboteur. To stop this happening. Because yeah. Because she does not want this to happen. Do you buy that Ross would... Ask this of Rachel. This is this herein lies the whole problem with this episode for me. Herein lies the eighteenth out of twenty fourth ranking yeah. of the episode. Do it's, you buy it? Uh, it's necessary for yeah. the, all the rest of the stuff that yeah. goes on to happen. Yeah. And it's also necessary for us to continue to empathise with Rachel and it really is a kind of like kick in the gut, isn't it? You know. Yeah. But don't, I, you have to then accept that Julie, who has been around for weeks, mm. has somehow solved Ross's agonising, unrequited love completely. And there is, they do slightly tackle that for Julie, because I think she was just some random that he'd only known for two months, but he did know her back in grad school. Yes, Which true. does help mean that they've got a history together. Yeah, and we don't know whether perhaps they had fancied each other at that time. Yeah, yeah. So, so I think that's probably quite an important element because otherwise she's come along with some random and erased Rachel. That's so unrealistic. Yeah. But the fact that they've known each other in college... Very true. Out. Hadn't really thought it, thought of it that way, yeah. So that does help it a bit. But Still. I don't know. Like he, because, because you are... There is... Um, uh, they are best friends. Like, of the, you know, they do have a special relationship, Ross and Rachel. Yeah. In, in, a, in a platonic sense in season one, like there are times where... Um, you know, she talks to him about Paolo, doesn't she? She says, um, you know, That's do you ever had someone who just makes your toes curl yeah. and, um, and all this kind of stuff? So she's talked to him very openly about sex with other people and getting his opinion. So in some ways you can think, well, he would do that back to her and that's the kind of relationship they have. And actually now I'm thinking, I'm thinking myself 180 back round because I'm thinking perhaps for him it's a way of... Almost like, you know, the lady does protest too much. Like, if he actually openly talks to Rachel about his relationship with Julie, it helps kind of sort of, you know, balance for him. Well, I'm going to talk to her about this stuff because I have to be platonic with her. Yeah. If I didn't, I would talk to my other friends about this. And if I don't, then it's because I'm reserving some feelings for her that I need to say I've gone. Yes. Because I'm now with Julie. Yes. Maybe I'm talking myself back round. Well, I tell you what, I... I hear you on that, and I think I agree. My, my I can just about suspend my disbelief at that point. Later in the episode, no. Yeah. Here, here, okay. So then they go off to the apartment, and Rachel's full of this knowledge that she thinks, and she does this great walk away, doesn't she? In the in the <laughs> with the tea towel and just like <laughs> struts it off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I wrote here. Um, Rachel's hair and just put a heart in in the shape of a heart. Her hair looks incredible in this episode I mean all through season two she's just and, and season three actually yeah 
Jeez. I mean, jeez. Gum might be perfection. Yeah. So is Jennifer Aniston. And I know we yeah. shouldn't objectify her no. in talking this way. Let's say this is very much a just a comment on the beauty of, you know, some human beings. Yes. Yeah. The hair is on point. The clothes are on point. Yeah. Yeah. She yeah. looks amazing. She looks good. And, and you she know has what? her hair kind of half up and this one looks amazing. I feel like her, I bet her um, BMI is not crazy either. Like, I bet her weight is quite healthy for a woman of her And I think age. that's maybe why she looks so good because she does get changes. skinnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She gets a lot skinnier. But here she's got, because she's got some kind of like Greek, Aniston is like a yes, Greek yeah, yeah. heritage. Yeah. She's got the kind of, but a bit more and the like yeah. the curves yeah. a bit more and she looks amazing. Yeah, she yeah. does look amazing. Yeah. And all the more then unbelievable that much later on when she's basically coming on to yeah. Ross, he, do, he doesn't fall for it. And it's funny that the choosing Julie, they they dress her almost in white a lot. She's supposed to look like this kind of innocent, oh, yeah. angelic, like she's quite conservatively dressed. She's isn't conservatively she? dressed. She's not sexy, is she? No, not gone for someone. No. Again, so you've got like the Rachel just oozing sex appeal, and then you've got Julie, who's like much more school teachery. Which I guess helps us take a side. Yeah, because <laughs> we're not going. We, I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm. The the funny thing here and the empathetic thing here is is that you're with Rachel all the way along. Yeah. Although it's not very nice, and yeah. you're what she's doing here to yeah. Julie yeah. and to Ross in some ways yeah. is really not nice. Yeah, she's trying to you're totally with it because at the end of the day. Yeah, we Julie seems nice. Yeah, you don't want to yeah. cause her any, dis, nice. you know, sort of upset. Yeah, yeah. but she's not. She's not know, a Rachel. It's always been you, Rach. <laughs> she's not a Rachel. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> we'll come back to that. Um. So then, so then you get to the apartment. They're all there, and then, um, and then it's really funny. She's like, "So you're still going to do the whole withholding yeah. thing?" And then he goes, "Well, I told you." Then I talked to Joey, <laughs> and Joey. Turn around. And Joey's like, way means I get to have sex tonight, so you know. Yeah, which you know, fair enough. Yeah, but yeah, that is that is so 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 funny. And then Chandler pulls. So they're gonna sit around and stuff, and then Chandler pulls out. He's like, oh, oh, what's this? Oh, it's Joey's porno that he made. And yeah. um, they sit around and watch this. What do you think of this? I'm friends who are lensing this. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? Because I think it's really remarkable, and it happens again later on when they end up with free porn. The one with the free porn. Porn in general in Friends is sort of treated so innocently. Mm. And when they reveal that Joey's in a porn video, mm. Monica goes, oh my God, that's wild. You yeah. know, it's like, it's something that's naughty, but it's yeah. not like, they're not going, Joey, that's terrible. You know, they're like, yeah. that is like a risque, crazy thing to kind of have yeah. on your life CV. You know, I was mm. once in a porn video. Yeah. And um, two other things I find interesting. One is that the girls and the boys are happy to sit and watch it together. Yes. And secondly, that when Rachel is stalling for time, she's trying to fumble around for reasons why they shouldn't watch the whole oh, video. Because yeah. obviously yeah. she's thinking that's going to kind of get Julie... You know, in the mood. In the mood. Yeah. That's a much better phrase than what was coming into my mind. Um, <laughs> and she saw, she's looking for reasons why they shouldn't watch it. And it's very obvious that she's making up the bit about it being degrading for women. Yeah, yeah. She's like, what can I possibly pluck out of nowhere yeah, yeah. and yeah. then Monica's like no sister yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to watch Joey no, no I want to watch Joey <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah what did you what did you think um I thought it's really weird that they all sit around and they're like oh is there going to be a storyline oh no they're just going to do it and they're sitting there like they're watching some just I don't know regular weekend at Bernie's like they're yeah. sitting there watching it in just a completely dispassionate way yeah and then Joey walks in 
I wondered if, and you're right, that they do talk about porn through this whole series. They come back to it in several places in a very innocent way. Do you think there's maybe just an implied, it's like very, how can I put this, like soft in its... Well, my, my take on this is that in the 90s... Mm. Not that I'm an expert, but the kind of porn... You have a PhD in 90s porn. <laughs> That's what the P stands for in my PhD. The, the kind of porn you could rent from a mainstream video shop yeah. would have been yeah. almost funny. Yeah. You know, and so I think people could have sat around and been... I mean, obviously it is people having sex, but people would have sat around laughing at the guy coming to fix the coffee or, uh, coffee or whatever. Yeah. Today, it's a much more polemic subject because it's freely available in horrendous forms yes. of stuff yeah. that's really yeah. on a whole other spectrum from what they're watching. It might sure. be that it's more like almost 15 certificate porn. Uh, yeah. Stuff like, and which is a weird little loop back into, Matt LeBlanc was actually in the Red Shoe Diaries. Have you ever heard of the Red Shoe Diaries? No. TV show. And it was like late night TV. And I had David Duchovny in it. Oh. And it was um, like your rotten. <laughs> yeah, oh, I mean, put those two together. My God. Uh, uh, and it was um, this like a, I think you'd call it more like erotica. Yeah. Where you'd have these sort of situations. Every episode was like um, something. So Matt Bond was in one of them. Yeah. Now I can't actually tell you what happens in it, but I do know it's fifteen certificate, and I can't tell you what happens in it because at the time I was in what love. What you Matt- doing that you couldn't look at the screen? <laughs> And I knew, and I love David Duchovny. So as you say, like these are my two like top guys in some sort of Venn diagram. This yeah, is yeah, yeah, your yeah. sweet spot. <laughs> my mum was like, "You're not watching this." So she would video it, but she'd she would watch it, and she would pause when the rude bits came on, and she would unpause when they didn't. So you'd see you'd see like Matt LeBlanc going into a lift. Hang on a minute. Yeah, she would pause. That doesn't. Surely she would she paused the video. No, video, but she'd watch it live and she'd pause the video. Oh, so it only recorded certain bits. So, oh, so you'd, have, you'd have Matt the Blog and this woman going into a lift and then it would pause and go black and then they'd come out with their hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a therapist would have a bloody field day the with she had to do for me. So I'd get to watch like the dialogue bits and not the... But also I'm thinking, bits. what does it mean for you and your kind of... Your formative sexual experiences, and you're like, "What are you doing?" We don't want to go on in lifts, which I don't know about. And also, how weird that oh. she had to sit there watching this, like, "Oh, got oh, that's to pause." So it. funny. Anyway, so they make one with Kevin Costner in it. Yeah, yeah, maybe that's who she actually loves. Um, so, um, so anyway, I believe though that was about a fifteen certificate. So it might be that the porn that they're yeah. watching or be thinking about is that kind of thing. Well. Yes and no, because I think in that erotica... Like boobs only, basically. Well, I don't know. Because in that erotica type stuff... <laughs> Another expert subject you're about to tell me all about. There's lots of, you know, soft focus fuzziness yeah. in there, but not, not a lot going yeah. on. In this, though, we do know from something that Joey says, we, we do the work in our own head. Because he goes, there I am, there I am, there I am. <laughs> so that means... There is action going on. on oh my this god! Screen. I never understood that before. <laughs> <laughs> I never got that. 
moment and not the next because someone's butt is in the way oh my God. having sex with someone. There I am, there so, I am, there I am. So oh, we, so I think it's a bit more than what you're describing oh. in, in erotica. But, we'll never know. But still, I think you're kind of, you know, you're really cheesy sort of yeah. soft porn, yeah. Yeah, effectively. Yeah. Yeah. So I think I would say it is a bit friends your lensy for me because I don't think you'd see this in the same way now in a show. But I think that's because you couldn't. Mm. Because now, yeah. what porn looks like and what yeah, it features and yeah. how available it is you just can do it whereas here they're not going to some kind of like x-rated shop no and he's getting been some down awful, blockbusters yeah. yeah and he's got yeah. something off the top shelf so yeah i think probably porn is treated innocently here because it was more innocent in the 90s Fine. okay i'm All not right, saying good. there wasn't horrible stuff available yeah from other places but, but this where from a blockbuster type thing you're gonna get that Okay, I'm good, also right. not we saying that lot. it's not degrading to women, uh, even in this kind of format. But I think it's why they get away with it because it's like more of a comedy. Yes, yes, yes. Type no, of, no, no actual stuff yeah. going on. So at the end, then um, they are forced mm-hmm. to eventually leave, which Rachel is really worried about because she's like, "Oh no, she's been trying means. to prolong it and asking her what sex. Mrs. Cobb was your school teacher and all this stuff." No, Cobb is um, Cobb is in Cobb salad. Oh yeah. And uh, and Jennifer Aniston famously only ever ate a Cobb salad every single day of the Friends filming for all so these years. When she so asks, if you want a body like Jennifer Aniston, eat a Cobb salad for lunch. And when she asks, so what exactly is in a Cobb salad? You should know, because you knows. eat one every day. Exactly. Yeah. So then we have this moment between Rachel and Ross. She's kind of the last one to leave. And he's like, she tries to put him off again and says, you know, like, you should be a bit worried because, you know, it's your first time and yeah. she'll really put a lot of emphasis yeah. on that. Yeah. And then he's like, well, have you, you know, what, what should I do? Yeah. And she basically describes a very intimate, essentially a, a fantasy of what she'd like. I him. think this is the sexiest friends ever gets. Isn't it? Yeah. They've just been in this aura of porn type stuff, which actually Ross makes a joke there going, did you get the job? And he's like, I think he's the one getting the job. So it's quite risque jokes. Probably yeah, the most risque. Also means there's other stuff going on in that video that... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's that image and then uh but i guess um yeah it's very very thick with um naughty sexy atmosphere how this so this is where right the suspension of disbelief here we go just here it is here it is because how is he not picking up on this signal and of course the joke is that at the end when she's you know they're all i mean they're Faces are so close, and the ten you could cut the tension with a knife. He just goes, "Thanks, Rage, good night," and goes and shuts the door. There is no way he would have kissed her. He totally would because because he's in love with her, and because for her, you don't talk to a friend like that. No. That was the m- least platonic thing I've ever seen <laughs> in my life, uh, and. How he just completely and utterly it that that's the thing that drags the episode down for me because there should have been some little there should it just shouldn't have gone down like that. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird, isn't it? Because it's such a in a way it's such a memorable moment and such an important moment. Yeah. But yeah, it gets nipped in the bud at the end, which he kind of has to because yeah. he's got to carry on this and relationship in the rain and he's dancing yeah. about and stuff. Okay. Um, I. Yeah, I just I don't know how he's not um, 
Yeah. How is he not picking up on those signals? I mean, he's got her right in front of him yeah. describing. Yeah. And she's actually describing what she and wants she, him. And she moves in closer to him and all this kind of stuff. And it's just happening. She wanted Julie to walk down into the corridor seeing oh. that go down. She'd be like, Good yeah, Lord. I'm not Lord. paranoid. Yeah. Bloody hell. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Something has just occurred to me, actually, yeah. about the uh, porn thing again. Sorry to go back to this. <laughs> but it's actually very important, I think, isn't it, that Joey, said, he actually clarifies and says... I took it, I needed the money or whatever I got then, and I couldn't do it, so they just gave me a part as an extra. Lovely, yeah. So Good. it's really important that they, yeah. we don't find out that Joey actually yeah. made the porn. He can do stunt butt. He can do yeah. uh, opportunity butt double, that's it. That's as much. Which maybe Joey means it, porn's okay as long as it's someone else's problem mm-hmm. <laughs> making it. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. But it's important that he didn't, because otherwise we just think he's a sleaze bag and they're trying to move him away from Joey with the sleaze bag. Yeah. Oh, one other thing. That bit with Ross and Rachel. Mm. Am I overthinking this to say that, you know, when she describes the first kiss? Yes. It's what he does. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. what he does. Yeah, yeah. Which I loved because I thought it's like their first kiss in that coffee shop yeah. is her all fantasy. of her fantasies come yeah. true. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we should we get into that soon? Um, best joke? Best jokey joke. For me, is if I'm going down, I'm taking everybody, everybody with me. me. Uh, my best joke is from Joey when they're going to sit down and watch the porn, and uh, Charmer goes, "Are you okay with this?" And he's like, "Oh," and Joey says, "Yeah, I'm fine with it, just as long as you're fine watching a bunch of people, regular nipple people." Oh yes, a, uh, like a bunch of people with two nipples. Yeah. What's your favorite joke? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's not, and it's not. Like, it's 18th, right? It's not full of a lot of jokes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I just talked about that. Who's your favourite friend? Rachel. Yeah, me too. Oh, we are agreeing. Yeah, we are. I, I just think she's very funny in the way she yeah, tries to sabotage stuff. Yeah. And then she's brilliant in that. I know we've criticised yeah. that scene at the end, but... Yeah. She's just so good. Yeah. Uh, you're not just doing it on hair, are you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it not best friend's hair? Oh, God, no. I've been totally marking this all around for a long time. Oh, no. You better go back and have another look at season one. <laughs> Right, so we have met then Phoebe's husband. That was the one with Phoebe's husband, and we know all about him, and we'll never see him again, but it was an interesting little uh, uh, situation for Phoebe, but of course the Ross Rachel thing was the big thing of that episode, and will continue to be as we move onward. Um, maybe not quite yet, though, because episode five that we're going to next is the one with five steaks and an eggplant. Yes, what an intriguing title. Yeah, much less spoilery, much more abstract. Yeah. And I, we can put a translation on that. It's five steaks and an aubergine. <laughs> yes, if you're not American. But actually, what I love about that title is when you know what happens in that episode, it's actually very evocative of the of the central theme. So we will... You're, why are you raising your eyebrows in that uh, No, well, I'm just like, uh, don't give it all away. Are you about to start analysing that one? Come, <laughs> come back for that. There's your teaser, yeah, yeah. should you need yeah. one. So talking of coming back next time, please, if you don't mind, we'd love it if you subscribe to this, wherever it is that you listen, because that means that every time when we complete a new episode, and we're doing these one a week at the moment, you will get a lovely reminder to tell you to come in and have a listen. And if you do listen and you've got stuff you'd like to add to the conversation, we'd love to hear from you. So you can tweet us at friends from A to Z. We also have a lovely Facebook page, friends from A to Z. You can find us on there and you can comment on stuff and post stuff to us. We'd love to see it. And uh, yeah, that's about it. We'll yeah. see you next time for, you know, turn up hungry because we've got five steaks and an eggplant yeah, to eat. Devour. <laughs> 
That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends, from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession, and you share our obsession too. We'll be there.